0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott.
0: It's Tuesday the 21st of May. Coming up, stroke unit decision won't be referred back to Secretary of State.
1: When you actually do look at the map of Kent and Medway and see the location of those three, it does make sense.
0: Former world boxing champion opens gym to try and stop boys
2: joining gangs. They're putting it all into the boxing now in the gym and you they're going home tired to They ain't wanting to do all this stuff on the streets.
0: And it's hoped an afternoon off will improve the education of Herne Bay children.
2: They'll get slightly less time in mental group, but slightly
3: more taught lesson time, which will help them improve their grades.
0: Kent Online News. First today, we're bringing you an update on a decision that sparked protests in parts of Kent over recent months. County councillors have been meeting today and decided not to refer plans to create three specialist stroke units back to the Secretary of State. Campaigners gathered outside County Hall earlier urging them to change their minds concerned patients living in Thanet and Medway will have to travel further for urgent treatment at the centres in Ashford, Dartford and Maidstone. We're still waiting for the outcome of a judicial review, but Glenn Douglas, who represents clinical commissioning groups across Kent and Medway, says we shouldn't worry.
1: I think sometimes it is confusing, and clearly you know, time is important, and I wouldn't want to rule that out, but it isn't the only factor in terms of treatment. It's far, far better um, to be able to go to a centre of excellence where you will get the best and the most appropriate and timely care once you're in that hospital. Uh, And I guess it's fair to say we have struggled to get that message over over the course of the last couple of years. It's absolutely vitally important that people realise that it's not just the travel time into hospital, but it's what happens when you get there that's important, what actually saves your life. We've gone through every single criteria, every single option across Across the county Uh, and when you actually do look at the map of Kent and Medway and see the location of those three it does make sense clearly we need to make no decisions that have a a longer-term impact it doesn't mean to say we cannot continue to work on the implementation I think the people of Kent and Medway would be uh, disadvantaged if we do so we need to move be prepared to move quickly once the judicial reviews are over.
0: Rachel Jones is Director of the Kent and Medway Stroke Review and told us what will happen next.
4: Hopefully that means that we will continue as we were planning with implementation to put three HASSES in the locations that are in the decision making business case to really improve the care. We'll save a life every other week, it's a good decision. Because of the two years worth of work that we've done and considered absolutely every single possible option. And worked with the best people in terms of engagement, clinical advice, the public to come to the criteria that have come to the decision. There is a long way to go but there's no reason we can't uh, move forward with implementation which is exactly what we'd be planning to do as long as we don't take decisions that are irreversible and so of course we won't do that and we'll absolutely respect the processes but we are moving forward with implementation. Our responsibility is to try and work and improve and maintain at least the current services we have. I won't lie to you that That will be a challenge for us, but that's exactly the challenge that needs to be leveled to us and we need to rise to. Kent Online reports.
0: Elsewhere today, a staff member at a Maidstone bar has been attacked after allegedly catching a man snorting cocaine. It reportedly happened at the Ashes in market buildings in the early hours of Saturday. The toilet attendant is said to have been punched repeatedly and suffered cuts and bruises. Police are keen to speak to any witnesses after they arrested a man on suspicion of upskirting in Canterbury. He was reportedly seen filming underneath the clothing of teenage girls at Primark and Tesco Metro last month. The 21-year-old has since been released under investigation. The number of self-harm cases at a Kent jail has reached a record high. 289 incidents were recorded at Rochester Prison last year, with 55 inmates referred to hospital. There's also been an increase in attacks, with 300 and 43 in 2018. Prisons Minister Rory Stewart says figures across England and Wales are unacceptably high, but progress is being made to tackle the issue. men across Kent could end up dropping rubbish off at council sites 24 hours a day if Brexit causes severe disruption to the county's roads. Bosses have agreed to extend the operating hours of waste transfer centres and third party disposal points if congestion at the port of Dover and Chatham tunnel becomes a problem. It won't affect the opening hours of tips or planned bin collection times though. A former world boxing champion from Medway who spent time in prison is hoping a gym he set up will prevent young people from getting involved in gangs. Johnny Armour was jailed for 16 months in 2017 for his involvement in a drug conspiracy. He's now built a training facility on the side of his house in Chatham and hopes to help others avoid getting into trouble.
2: Well, well all the boys from the estate and uh, not just from the estate, people from Maiston, Paddock Wood, uh, Gravesend, they all come down to sort of train with me, where, where I've been there, I've, I've done this sort of thing and uh, won a few titles on, along the line and I, I like putting back in what I've done and I've achieved and seeing the kids sort of come on, it gives me a buzz, you know, and uh, there's no other way of me getting a buzz from boxing no more, so getting it out of other people is nice.
3: And just tell us about um, when you sort of first retired, and you were maybe looking for something um, like this to to do.
2: When I first retired, uh, it was very hard because you're so used to like uh, trying, going up and down London every day and. And getting the buzz of, uh, of training for, for your next fight—it's—I uh, found it very hard when I retire because I didn't have that excitement of coach loads used to come up and watch me fight, and uh, the, the buzz of like the boys all, all cheering me on—and all of a sudden it goes. You don't know what to do with yourself, and then you know you got to find another job, and you know finding a job's hard because where you've put yourself in a boxing all your life, you don't know no career. You know you you've got to start from scratch again. So. Um, you know, it's very hard, and uh, but what, what it was, I've built myself a gym on the side of my house, and uh, since then. You know, I've really enjoyed having kids around. I get mums and dads ringing me up, uh, which I've had in the past and saying, you know, my boy's being bullied at school and is there any chance you can build his confidence, John, and, uh, you know, just learn him to be able to stick up for himself or, or, you know, just give him confidence in himself and, and a lot of discipline as well for the kids. And you know what, it feels nice when you actually do that yeah
3: and you know do a lot of the people that come to you sort of have like bullying backgrounds Are people who maybe got into the wrong crowd is it what the sort of backgrounds of people that you're getting through your doors
2: it's mainly them sort of people like people who've been bullied some people who are very aggressive and uh, even when people are aggressive and they go out fighting and stuff you know where i've been there and done it all i, I know what to tell them and you know i've actually I've done it myself so, you know, you feel that you can explain to them all because you've you've been there yourself and, uh, you know, the boys, you think they're putting it all into the boxing now in the gym and, you know, they're going home tired, they ain't wanting to do all this stuff on the streets and they have more respect for people, I think, you know, because it's a very hard game and and all the boys in there are very polite, respectful, and yeah, I, I enjoy it very much.
3: So, what sort of an outlet does boxing give to people who might have those sort of uh, sort of backgrounds?
2: I think it gives them a lot. You know, like a, a lot of like a, aggr- people who are very aggressive and. You know, go out fighting, and you hear all the stabbing going on. I think it does stop this crime because uh, it gives them more, more discipline in the gym, and they have so much more respect for other people because they know how hard it is to actually get fit and learn how to box, and uh, and and to be able to sort of uh, do it in self defence as well. Instead of using knives, they can learn how to sort of uh, behave in another way of defence themselves with a uh, boxing ability and and trying to keep you fit. Kent Online News.
0: Changes are being made to the timetable at a secondary school in Kent which will see children only having to be in for half a day on a Wednesday. Bosses at Herne Bay High say they're doing it so over the course of a fortnight. Pupils will get more time in taught lessons which will hopefully improve their grades. Her teacher John Boyce has posted this message for students.
3: The two changes we're going to introduce are an early finish on the Wednesday afternoon and a two-week timetable. So let's look at the detail. On a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, school will start sharp at 8.35, with either a mentor or an assembly. This will run for 10 minutes from 8.35 until 8.45. And then, in a similar way to now, there will be six lessons, slightly longer lessons at 55 minutes each, with a mentor time at the end of the day. This will run from 3.10, with students being dismissed between 3.20 and 3.25. On Wednesday, the start stays similar to the rest of the week and will be sharp at 8.35. However, there will be three 45-minute lessons, then a break, and two 45-minute lessons before lunch. You then have a choice. You can either go home at 12.50, stay on and have lunch and leave at 1.30, or we will provide some supportive work environment until 3 o'clock when your child can leave at the end of the school day. I'll be writing to you before the end of the term with some information as to how you can let us know your preference for your child this coming September. So what does this mean for students? They'll get slightly less time in mentor group, but slightly more taught lesson time, which will help them improve their grades. You do need to make sure you're in school for 8.35 start, and we'll be looking at marking late from 8.40 onwards. Obviously, you'll be able to leave school at 12.50 on a Wednesday. We've looked very carefully at the after-school clubs and activities, and all of those things that are on offer at the moment will remain in place, and we're not cutting back on anything. Certain year groups will get more time to help them prepare for their GCSE and A levels, and additionally, some extra support and interventions are gonna be made available on certain Wednesday afternoons that will support many of our students. So why are we doing this? To enable us to give a much better quality of education to every child who attends Herne Bay High. We do this because we can increase the amount of time that we put into planning lessons, resulting in much high quality lessons, and hence better progress for your child. It enables the school to make sure staff have more training and to ensure that they are as good as they can be. It also enables the school to expand our work through our partnerships with other schools locally, which widens opportunities for every child that comes here. It enables us to run better parents' evenings, open evenings, school events, put our Wednesday afternoon schedule in place and minimise any disruption to the normal running of the school day. And we are increasing the amount of talk to lesson time, which will be obviously of benefit.
0: And finally today, an Ashford cinema has hosted its first dog-friendly screening. The picture house in Elwick Place has invited people to bring their pets down to a viewing of Pick of the Litter, a documentary following the training of guide dog puppies. The special screenings are expected to continue on the second week of each month. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk.
1: New.